We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Three thirty. Jeff Katz, News Radio WRDA. It is Friday. We have made it. Congratulations. So five vibes all the way around. As I mentioned to you, we may or may not be chatting with uh, Congressman Bob Good. Uh, 3.35 is when he was scheduled for this is uh, regular appearance. As I mentioned, we uh, alternate back and forth with uh, Congressman Good and Congressman Whitman. This race for the House Speakership is clearly, clearly the issue. And he's right in the middle of it because Bob Good has been one of the major anti-Kevin McCarthy folks. He's he is one of the the never kevers, right? Everybody's got a nifty nickname these days, so he's a never kever. He's never going to vote for Kevin McCarthy. But here we are in the world of politics, and you have to examine words closely. I'm never going to vote for. Kevin McCarthy. He didn't say, I will always vote against Kevin McCarthy. Potato, potato? No, 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 no. Kevin McCarthy needs a certain number. And if you're going to vote present, you're still voting. Kevin McCarthy can get his number and you're not voting for him. So there are a couple of uh, maneuvers here. I should point out, if Kevin McCarthy had actually delivered in the past, he wouldn't have this problem. Kevin McCarthy is an operator. Kevin McCarthy is a guy who came along with uh, John Boehner and Eric Cantor and that crowd, the young guns. Remember? That's what they were called. And if you take a look at them, they're not quite so young anymore. But, but that's who they were. They were the young guns. They're coming in, they're going to make a lot of noise, really change things. They got a lot of attention, a lot of press, a lot of media. Whether they did a lot still remains a question. This is the second time that Kevin McCarthy has found himself in a situation wanting to be Speaker and having it prove very, very, very difficult. First time around, it was so difficult. Kevin McCarthy said, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand down," and that's why we got Paul Ryan. I'm sure, you remember that uh, major accomplishment. Ryan turned out to be a buffoon. I'm sorry, just crazy. Uh, so we'll see exactly what happens. I I have texted Harry, by the way, 
because I'm looking at all the texts that are coming in at uh, 833-804-1140, 833-804-1140. I, I, I just asked you flat out, should I or should I not have him on the show? He claims, and, and we'll get the details if, in fact, he comes out here like at 405 or 505 or something. 505 could be interesting. That's uh, because I'd have two of my favorite Democrats with whom I will chat. You know, 535 is Governor Doug Wilder, and if Harry comes out, uh, it'll be two. I want him to give us a perspective, though, if he does come out, on what the the agenda seems to be at college. Is there an agenda at college? Now, he's going to tell us. He's told me, oh, it's not, it's not, a, not liberal like you believe it is. But when you have a guy like Alan Dershowitz, who was with me, uh, this was last week, right? I was filling in for Glenn Beck. And uh, Professor Dershowitz said, Jeff, I just, I don't recognize college campuses anymore. Those students have been told you don't need free speech. Because if anybody disagrees with you, they're not just wrong, they're evil. And and why on earth would you want to have an evil perspective on anything? So we will... uh, We'll have to examine some of this. I should tell you that uh, this morning, Gary Hess uh, sitting in for uh, John Reed, and uh, Gary had me join him the 9 o'clock hour, and he asked me, well, is this a clown show or something else? I forget what the, what the other one was. And I said, well, it's both. I mean, it's everything. It's, like a, it's, it's, a, it's a floor wax and it's a dessert topping. Yes, it does look like a clown show, but yes, there's also principle involved here. CNN, however, well, our friends over at CNN, of course, have decided that this is the worst thing that's ever happened, and it's all the Republicans' fault, and anybody who's not with Kevin McCarthy is irresponsible. Do me a favor. Let's uh, do CNN cut number one, please. And so whoever wins the speakership, will that person be speaker for a week, a month, uh, by August when you have to do the debt ceiling? And that means you have to be responsible. And responsible, I think, is the word here. Uh, Respecting the system, the organization, the government. Uh, Dana, I think, put it as plainly as you can. They don't care. They don't care. Uh, Especially when you have a small majority, you have to accept your responsibility as a member of the team. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. That's all I'm going to say is interesting. Uh, We do, in fact, have Congressman Bob Good. I'm happy to say that he is joining us. Always good to uh, to hear from him. Congressman, thank you for being here. Hey, Jeff. Great to be with you. Hope you're well, my friend. I am doing well. You are in the midst of some downright insanity in D.C. Please just give us the lay of the land. What the heck is going on up there? Well, it's certainly a historic time. As you know, uh, this hasn't happened in 100 years, since 1923, so we went to more than one ballot. I think we just finished our 13th ballot, I think. Uh, my count is right. And uh, you know, there's a reason why it hasn't happened in 100 years. It's not easy to try to effectuate change. As you know, it takes courage and it takes willingness to uh, take risks personally. Forgive me, I'm in my house office building. If you hear that buzzing, that's uh, that happened sometime in this building. Okay. But, uh but, uh, you know, it's, it's, we should never be in a hurry to make a bad decision. Right. And it's worth taking a few days to try to get it right, the best possible speaker situation. That's what we've been trying to do. 
And, uh, you know, the, I think the American people want us to do that. You know, it's uncomfortable, and, it, and it, uh, but that's how representative democracy is supposed to work. The Constitutional Republic should work like this. And uh, you're seeing that on full display. So I'm looking at this, uh, Congressman, and we have the folks who have been described as the the never Kevers, never going to vote for Kevin McCarthy. Uh, you, Congressman Andy Biggs, have been placed in that category. Whether it's true or not, I'll leave that up to you. Uh, a couple of other folks. And out of the 2021, we now have a number who have gone over and supported Kevin McCarthy. I guess, like you said, the 13th round. Uh where do we go from here? I've heard, and you know better than I do, I've heard that Chip Roy has been able to get Kevin McCarthy to go along with this idea that we don't do governance by crisis, that each budget bill is going to be have, have to be voted on individually, which seems to be a pretty big victory for responsible members of Congress. Well, I have great respect for Chip Roy. I think he's one of the most outstanding members of Congress. He's a close friend. We work uh, together on many, many matters, as you might imagine, uh, within our group of 20, though, what you've really had is kind of two camps there. You've had the camp that uh, believed that uh, and does believe that uh, we can't have the transformational change that we need in Congress by maintaining the, maintaining the status quo from a leadership standpoint, that if we have someone that we believe history is not consistent with the kind of leadership we need in this Congress and whose past history doesn't demonstrate the fight that's needed to use every tool at our disposal to undo, or if not stop, or at least slow down the Biden-Pelosi-Schumer agenda, and you know, the country's counting on us to do that, that there's, there's a camp that believes you can't do that without change in the leadership. And while we want to change the structure and the rules and the process, uh, some of which you've alluded to there, uh, we really believe that it takes uh, changing the leadership to do that. There's another part of our group, uh, and you saw some of that on display today, uh, with the latest vote uh, that took place, where uh, they believe they also have believed that they that we need change in leadership, and that's why I think it was 11 ballots we held those 20 or so voting against Kevin McCarthy. But they also believe that it would be possible uh, to get enough changes to how Congress operates, commitments uh, to that effect, uh, that uh, with some 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 enforcement mechanism to the extent that you can do that, that you could. Uh, negotiate that, and then even with you, if you had to maintain current leadership. Uh, again, I'm on the former. I'm not on the latter. Uh, and so I have not been involved in the negotiations as deeply that don't include Kevin McCarthy not being speaker. Uh, so obviously those ones who've been involved in the negotiations to the effect of just getting significant changes with substantial enhancements to those uh, have have been handling those negotiations and apparently are feeling like they're close enough that they wanted to cast that vote tonight to show the progress being made this afternoon, I should say. I disagree with that. There's a reason why I voted against Kevin McCarthy. I think he is uh, not the right person, and nothing has changed my mind on that effect. But uh, if, if he does come through as a result of the support of these other individuals, then I certainly hope that whatever the uh, once that new agreement is disclosed, I hope that it truly is what we need for the country. Interesting. Congressman Bob Good joining us. Uh, Congressman Bob Good represents the 5th District here in our beloved Commonwealth. Happens to be my member of Congress. Uh, let's talk about the the possibility, and I hate to say this, but, but, but I've heard the buzz on this. Have some of the folks who have flipped from anti-Kevin McCarthy to pro-Kevin McCarthy, have they been promised a, a chairmanship or a certain committee assignment or a nicer office? 
Well, I would I would submit that none of the 20 are pro Kevin McCarthy, honestly. Uh, they voted against him 11 times, and you are taking great personal risk to do so. I believe that we were on the verge of defeating him if we just held the course and continued, and we would have had the opportunity for leadership change. I know that's true if we just held on. Time was on our side. And so I was against making a deal. And a deal is not the right word, but negotiating an agreement for because I'm, I'm not confident in his uh, trustworthiness, and I'm not confident in his uh, belief in the things that are being negotiated. And so that just makes an agreement tenuous at best from my perspective. So there are others who obviously are feeling differently, and that's why they're willing to change their vote as they work on those negotiations. And uh, again, I disagree, and that's why I continue to vote against Kevin McCarthy and will continue to do so through this process until we see some resolution to it. And we'll see where it goes. We're scheduled now. We've adjourned uh, until 10 o'clock this evening when we will vote again. Wow. Okay. So uh, for the next uh, six hours, there will be uh, discussions or arm twisting or however it is that uh, that we want to describe it. Uh, folks have asked me to, uh, to ask you. Uh, they had heard you say, look, I'm never going to vote for Kevin McCarthy. And, and, and I said, well, does that mean that you are always going to vote against him? Will, will there come a point like uh, the, uh, the member of Congress from Indiana where you decide, well, I'll vote present? Are you consistently no, going to vote I against him? No, I wouldn't do that. I'm, no. I'm coming back tonight at 10 o'clock. I'm going to vote against Kevin McCarthy. Okay, interesting. And in the long run, as this plays out, of course, the Democrats are making hay out of it. They're uh, the, those who aid and enable them in the media, of course, are are talking about this being the worst thing ever in the history of the United States of America. Is anywhere close to that? Well, I'll tell you uh, what the what the worst thing is on the Republican side, uh, Jeff, is on, in the Senate when you had eighteen Republicans pass the omnibus bill that they could have stopped and stuck the American people with another $1.7 trillion in spending. And they have a Senate majority leader who led the way and said it was awesome and also cost us a couple of Senate seats in the November 8th election. And they didn't even have a contest. They didn't attempt to hold – no one there try, attempted to held, hold accountable their Senate leader. Here we're doing it in the House, and uh, we're doing it on behalf of the American people. We're doing it on behalf of the country and we believe it's critically important to fight for the best possible speaker, to hold accountable the person who wants to be the speaker of the House, and to challenge uh, someone who's been in leadership for 12 years. And we've gotten what we've gotten from the Republicans, which very few Republicans would argue has been adequate at, at, at a minimum. Yes. And so, uh, you know, yeah, I guess the Democrats have a little fun for a few days, but, you know, there's the American people. You know, two weeks from now won't be concerned about how many days it took to elect a speaker, but they will be concerned about how Republicans perform with the new House majority that's been entrusted to us and whether or not we do the things that we campaigned upon and whether or not we make a difference with this new House that we'll have the majority for. You mentioned that uh, Kevin McCarthy's been in leadership for uh, for 12 years. If Kevin McCarthy and the and the House leadership had had done a better job in terms of supporting candidates out in the United States across the variety of uh, contests, you guys would have a larger majority, don't you think? I don't think there's any question about that. And, you know, if, if he had uh, done 
not, not only getting a larger majority, and, and, and part of that would be, I, I would submit, not spending money in primaries, trying to defeat conservatives and elect moderates who promise to be loyal to him in the vote for speaker, by the way, money that weakened stronger candidates and reforced them to spend money they shouldn't have had to spend and sometimes defeated the conservatives instead of leaving it to the will of the people in those respective districts. And of course, money is finite. That means that those resources are not available in the general election try to beat Democrats. Uh, that's a tremendous concern to me and I think others who have been part of this challenge effort, uh, in addition to his, quite frankly, his failure to fight the Democrat policies effectively that are harming the country. And what about former President Trump coming out and saying, all right, guys, uh, it, it's just time to uh, to put everything aside and vote for Kevin McCarthy. Does, does that mean anything to the members of the House? You know, I, I, I th- obviously he is, uh, you know, has been the leader of our party, and uh, he's very popular among Republican members of Congress and Republicans across the country and, and, and among the 20 Republicans who uh, have been part of this challenge effort. However, we each have to do what we believe is right. And, you know, I can tell you this, a constituent of the 5th District have overwhelmingly told me over the last three years they don't want Kevin McCarthy as a speaker. Yeah, well, that's I'm my fifth, that, that, Yeah, that's yeah, my concern, say, along with me recognizing it's not best for the country. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm in your 5th District. You are my congressman, as you know, so I'm not surprised to, uh, to hear that. Listen, Congressman, I, I always appreciate you making time for us in general, and uh, particularly in the midst of all of this, for you to uh, sneak off and... Uh, Get a couple of moments here for uh, your constituents, my listeners. I really, really, really do appreciate it. Great uh, to be with you. Appreciate the work that you do, and talk to you again soon, Jeff. Thank you. All right. Have a blessed day. That is uh, Congressman Bob Good. All right. Congressman Good made it clear, by the way, he will consistently vote against Kevin McCarthy. He's not going to vote present. He will vote no. There's going to be another vote. This is the first you're hearing of it. We haven't heard any of it in the news, of course. This is breaking right now. Uh, you heard some of the bells and stuff going off there in uh, Congressman Good's office. There will be another vote this evening at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock this evening will be the next vote for the Speaker of the House. What does, uh, let me see here, what does he have to do? Uh, if you're Kevin McCarthy, you need what? You need four more? Is that right? I'll uh, I'll let Ryan do the math. Uh, but I think he needs four more to peel away. The six that are holding out now, or maybe just two more, right? Yeah, six. He can only lose four. So he needs two more. Uh, Congressman Andy Biggs from Arizona, I'm telling you right now, will consistently be a no. Congressman Bob Good from uh, our 5th District just told us, no way, no how, ain't going to happen. So that's left with Eli Crane, Matt Gates, Lauren Boebert, and Matt Rosendale out of Montana. All right. We'll see how this goes. 350, Jeff Katz, News Radio, WRVA. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.